Hey, what is up, everybody? And welcome to the Get Your Bell Rung Football Podcast. He is Kevin Reynolds. I am Bobby Wall, and we are here to talk all things football and hit you with some takes. Might rattle you up a bit. On tonight's show, we will be discussing uh, the championship weekend that was, and obviously look into the Super Bowl. Uh, I have a goat question for Kevin and see what he thinks. Uh, and uh, I'm sure we'll run into some other things along the way. But first and foremost, Kevin, how you doing? Oh, doing pretty good. Shaved my neck today, as you know. I never do that. I usually just let it all grow. So that feels nice right now, but I'm not looking forward to the stubble. Um, I'm already two mules in, so I'm feeling pretty good about that. Uh, shake my head today. It's a little shiny. I need some powder. And I would like for you to announce your big news and why we're a week and a half behind on uh, a show. We are a little bit behind. Um, I had a little thing that needed to be taken care of. And my second son was born this past Saturday, January 27th. So um, awesome news, man. We are pumped. He's... Good grief, almost two weeks old by now. And uh, he's pretty chill, honestly, uh, as far as newborns go. So very lucky there. Um, very happy. Growing family. Wall family of four. Got to do what you got to do, buddy. Congrats. I'm pleased for you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's going to be pretty awesome. Uh, his name is Reddick. If you know most folks out there know Maddox already. I talk about him on the show occasionally. But Reddick is uh, the little brother. So... Uh, at school, I'm also a teacher. Most folks know that. And we're talking about uh, heart disease and things like that. And so fast food gets brought up. And Kevin, I know that you are somewhat of a connoisseur of fast food, it's would true. you say? Um, I, too, really enjoy it. I, however, am able to control myself. And I have fast food once, maybe twice a month. As much as I love it, um, I do my best to restrict myself. That being said, Kevin. What is your favorite, if you had to pick one, fast food stop? Well, just so people know, we it's not like we're a family that eats fast food five times a week. We're the same once, literally maybe once a week. Um, but my go-to, if we're counting all fast food, it's Taco Bell, and there's not even a close second. It's just and straight Taco Bell. If I had to just pick one for the rest of my life, Taco Bell, are you sure to Taco Bell? And that... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, okay. So I, I was pretty argument. certain that was going to be it. We've had this, uh, not this yeah. talk. Uh, what's your go to there? Well, I like cheesy gordita crunches, steak quesadillas, chicken quesadillas. My little lady likes the uh value menu, the um cheesy roll ups. I'll get one of those because they got a little spice to that cheese, but they're I'll pretty much eat anything there as long as it doesn't have tomatoes in it. But steak quesadillas and cheesy gordita crunches are definitely my uh, one or one of the or the other or both are in any any time I ever eat there. Uh, mine has changed in my youth. I, I once stopped at a Wendy's and they had a sandwich. This was, oh, my gosh, spring break, my senior year of college before alarm chicken sandwich, spicy chicken patty, pepper jack cheese jalapenos a spicy chipotle sauce and it it still is the best fast food sandwich i've ever had okay and i've been chasing that 
So someone asked me what's my favorite fast food restaurant for a long time. I'm like, it's Wendy's because I'm chasing this sandwich, even though they discontinued it, just hoping they bring it back. You know, pull pull a McRib, okay. bring it back for a little bit. Let me get it. It's it's never coming back, Kevin. So I have learned to appreciate the consistent nature of Mickey D's. As boring as that is, very consistent. And so that's my go-to, man. I'm a I'm a quarter pounder with cheese guy. No, Mickey D's is good. Um, their nuggets are the best. Actually, Chick Fil A has the best nuggets. But yes, because it reminds me of my childhood, it was a huge deal when I was young. Like McDonald's is a cool thing. It wasn't like just these families now that go there twice a day. It was like a big deal when you went and got dinner at McDonald's. You'd roll up in there, and Ronald McDonald would be there. Yes, and and the McNuggets when you got a six pack, you know how they're all just the white meat now. They were three white, three dark meat. And the dark meat ones were always the round ones. And you'd always just pawn them off on somebody else and try to scrounge up the extra long ones, which were the white meat. So they're still my favorite of those. Uh, Burger King, I still love. Wendy's is good, but very greasy. I love me some KFC once in a while. But again, all these things, I eat at Taco Bell probably as much as all the rest of them combined. I can't. I don't know. I, the... The fried chicken places, the KFC, Bojangles, Popeyes. I, I can't get into that. No, I, that's your foolishness. And, and the Whopper, gross. The Kelsey brothers talk. I mean, that's each of them. They talk their favorite sandwich. I just Did can't I do the Whopper. What is gross. wrong with you? A, a, lot, a lot. I mean, lot. in your old age, you've just become this bitter, strange man. How could you dare sit there and talk about a Whopper like that? Uh, no, the I plain had Burger King the other day. Me and Mom, plan, we decided Sunday afternoon, we did some DoorDash. I got me some onion rings and a double bacon stacker. How dare you, sir? Nope, I want to How do dare it. you? Who's that annoying little Swedish girl who runs her mouth about the environment all the time? Oh, Greta uh, Thorn, Thornberg. 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 How dare it. you, sir? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> if it's up to that stupid little idiot, we should all be under 500 feet of water already. While she jet sets around the world with her CO2 emissions. But yet right. here we are doing our podcast with breathable air talking about burgers because we love beef. I love to eat cows. They're delicious. True. Very true. Have you ever All had right. cheesy gordita crunch? Uh, honestly, I don't know. A, to be honest. I don't even know I you anymore. Know. Hey, I'll tell you what you'll like, though. ECU, the, the basketball games, uh, if the men win... It, uh, and you go to the Taco Bell with your game ticket, you get free tacos. Oh, nice. I did that with Maddox not too long ago. Well, we, we hit up the the like flatbed bread stuff. Then it's yeah. got um, cheese melted in between that. And then a regular taco is inside of it, a hard shell taco inside of it with the zesty sauce, zesty Mexican sauce. They change the name every other year, depending on what's politically correct at the time. I They call so it like zesty an- something now. It's an upgraded double decker. Didn't they have that like double decker? They did. Taco? The double decker was just a taco yeah. inside of a taco. This is a little bit different. Okay. It's delicious. You should try it out. And the steak quesadilla, that's good times. All right, sir. I feel like over the past 20 years, we have, we meaning everyone, anointed Bill Belichick, the greatest coach of all time. And I think I have an argument against it. Okay. And I think it's a coach we're going to see this weekend, Andy Reid. And I know I have a soft spot for him for being in Philly, but hear me out. Bill Belichick has made the playoffs 19 times, 18 of those in New England, 
once when he was a head coach of the Cleveland Browns. 13 conference. Oh, Andy Reid also 19 times. Nine in Philly, 10 in Kansas City. 13 conference championship appearances for Belichick. 11 for Andy Reid. Five in Philly, six in Kansas City. Now, the Super Bowls, obviously, it's different. Belichick's been to nine, one, six. Reed's been to four, one, two. This could be number three. So, Super Bowls were lacking. All right. But everything else, and Andy Reed did it with two different teams. You you have the argument now, especially after Brady left and won a Super Bowl with Tampa Bay. Maybe it's not so much Belichick as it as it was Brady. There's an argument to be had there. And then if you dig a little deeper and look into the coaching tree, it's not even close. Andy Reid's coaching tree is far and away better than Belichick's. He's got Doug Peterson, Super Bowl winner. You're, I mean, Harbaugh, Super Bowl winner. He got Todd Bowles, Todd Frazier, Sean McDermott, Marty Morningwig, Matt Nagy, Ron Rivera, Pat Shermer, Steve Spagnuolo. Now, not all of those were great head coaches, um, but they got the gigs. And for Belichick, he's got Romeo Crennel, Brian Dable, Brian Flores, Eric Mangini, Josh McDaniels, um, Bill O'Brien, Matt Patricia, Jim Schwartz, and Nick Saban. Saban, obviously, probably could go to college. But what say you, my friend? Well, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to – what am I debating? Whether it's Andy Reid or – If you had to pick one. Well, it's hard to go against all the championships – I've been talking about this with some friends recently. The whole thing in New England, neither one of them could have done it without the other. The fact that Brady then went to Tampa and won another one. Okay, he did have a pretty good team around him. And then he was left in, in up in, up there with, I guess, Mac Jones right from the start. He picked Mac Jones. I know. I'm not saying he didn't. You and I have had this discussion before. He's maybe the worst GM in the league but a very amazing coach. Um, I don't know. I mean, mean, this is all, they're both top five guys in history. Which one's greater? I don't know. If you're going by coaching tree and likability and ability to evolve, it's Reed. If you're going by championships, it's Belichick. It's hard to go against championships. I mean, that's huge. I think that that highlights how good of a coach Andy Reid is to be able to do it in two different cities. But but then to, to be, still not win all the Super Bowls, who cares? Yeah, I hear you. I mean, he's I got guess. he still has two. And uh, I'm not saying he's sure. But Chuck Noah has four. Three, unfortunately, I, I'm not. They're both great coaches. No doubt. Uh I don't know. That, that's why it's just so hard to compare and contrast all these things because it's all this woulda, shoulda, coulda crap. It's just, I don't know. But Belichick not getting a job was was pretty crazy. And by the time next year rolls around, he's going to be 73 years old. Yeah. Who wants to deal with that? Why does he want to deal with it? I know. Just stay off into the sunset. I think, honestly, if Brady hadn't won the other Super Bowl, he wouldn't care. He'd just be like, whatever. We did our thing. But I think he feels that to save his legacy, he has to at least make another Super Bowl with a different team. Uh, but then again, Belichick, he probably just doesn't really give a crap. If I'm him, I'm buying a boat, I'm moving down with Jimmy Johnson, and I'm just hanging out in the Florida Keys all day. I don't know. I guess 
we're going to find out what happens next year because there will be plenty of openings. I, I read today you probably saw it that Atlanta didn't hire him because he wanted too much control. Well, I mean, obviously, he wants all of it. Yeah, and they, they didn't want to deal with that. So uh, I don't know, dude. He should have just went ahead and sailed off. It would be nice if him and Brady just both ended it when they did. But Brady went on to greener pastures, won another Super Bowl, and now here we are. All right, sir. Um, before we get into the championship weekend, I know I, I looked into uh, fantasy quarterbacks over the last four years, the last show we did. I got running backs for you, okay? The top 12 over the last four years and just some interesting – Tidbits. Um, this year, the top 12 CMC uh, with 358 total points. Now, that's the most points of a running back over the last four years. Eckler, two years ago with 319. Jonathan Taylor, year before that, with 353. And Alvin Kamara, 336. So CMC is the king over the last couple of years. Raheem Mostert was number two. Travis Etienne, Brees Hall, Joe Mixon, Hyron Williams, uh, Rashad White, Derek Henry, Bijan. Jameer Gibbs, James Cook, and Saquon Barkley. Okay. Um, a couple takeaways I got from this. Not this past season, the one before. There were zero rookies or sophomores in the top 12. Not one. This past season, there were eight new guys out of the 12. So only four um, made it the last two years. And seven of those new guys are rookies or sophomores. If you count ETN, if you technically it's his third year, but yeah, redshirted. Right. Seven rookies or sophomores this year in the top 12. That was shocking for me just to see that written down on paper. Yeah, um, it's a young man's position. It's, and it's, it seems at least, you know, recently, recency bias that that's the way it may be trending. Old guys are headed out. I mean, obviously, a couple are sticking around, but uh, a lot of new guys. No single running back was in the top 12 all four years in a row. There were three, or I'm sorry, there were four that made it three years. Derrick Henry, Aaron Jones, Nick Chubb, who probably would have been it this year. I mean, that guy's a monster. Uh, and Joe Mixon. How about Joe Mixon? Uh, I certainly steady. didn't see that. Steady, man. Absolutely steady. Uh, and he's done it the last three years in a row. He missed uh, four years ago. Uh, two years, Alvin Kamara, Jane, no, Dalvin Cook, sorry. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, Josh Jacobs, Zeke, Antonio Gibson, Austin Eckler, and Saquon Barkley. A uh, couple fun, uh, more fun facts. CMC was the RB1 this year by 100 points. It wasn't even close. Um, and other numbers. Pretty similar throughout all of the years. I, I mentioned the it's been between 319 and 358 for the number one highest scoring running back and between 184 and 210. All four of those years, it fell within 20-ish points um, on the low end and 40-ish points on the high end. So not a whole lot of variance, at least in my opinion, with you just have to pick the right guys. That's all it is. Christian McCaffrey is God. After that, roll the dice, flip a coin. And and this year, this past season, more than any other in recent memory, showed us that picking the right guys is hard to do. Absolutely. I mean, 
Christian McCaffrey would be number two. Tyron yeah. Williams, four. Brees Hall coming off an ACL. Rashad White, who was a guy who went in like seventh round of James drafts. Cook. Yeah, who would have? Yeah, James Cook, who started off the season strong. Then they practically benched him. Then he just tore up the second half of the year. Just poor Joe Mixon. He was being drafted as an RB2, I believe. Yeah. And he finishes as number five. Yeah. It's a it's a volatile position, you know, a, a lot of luck. We we discuss this all the time. This game is like 75% luck. Oh man, it's crazy. All right, sir. Championship games. Let's start Detroit San Francisco. Is that okay? Start wherever you want there, home slap. Um what a good game this one was. I uh Detroit man, that running game, the, the biggest story for Detroit, I think, is Dan Campbell going for it twice on fourth down when he could have gotten a field goal both times. One of those plays, it was a perfect play call. Play was there. The receiver was open. The throw was made. He just dropped the ball. Okay, That's not on Campbell. However, not getting three points is. And especially Especially, I believe it was the last one that he went for, if I'm not mistaken, would have put them up three scores. And I don't care that it's only three points, but going up three scores forces San Francisco to have an, another drive. Yeah, that's huge. And you need to have that. That's uh, The Detroit Lions had 10 possessions in the game. If they kicked those two field goals, which were makeable field goals, not easy, but makeable, they score on seven of ten drives in that game. Boy, it'd be tough not to get it to the Super Bowl and win that game if you make both those kicks. Yeah. No, I'm all for the analytics. I'm all for going for it. But throwing away points just for fun doesn't seem to make a whole lot of sense to me, uh, especially earlier – not early, but earlier in the game where you could really, man, make time such a huge factor in the second half. He chose not to do it. Backfired. Here we go. It was a tale of two games. Detroit won the first half. San Fran crushed the second half. You lose. And the bigger thing was that timeout debacle towards the end of the game. If he hadn't wasted that timeout on that running play down at the goal line, this could have been completely different. But he's just not a good game manager. He's a great coach. Uh, players love him because they, they love him slanging it, going for being the gunslinger. But ultimately, sometimes that loses games. Another thing I don't get is why we didn't give the ball to David Montgomery more. He was having himself a game. Six yards of carry, 15 touches, a touchdown. I know Jameer Gibbs is the explosive one, but, man, Montgomery was getting yards in chunks. Yeah. I don't know why we why we weren't feeding him. I mean, a little they, had, they had more runs than they had passes, so it's not like they didn't sure. oh, yeah, running. But they always should. But so what you're suggesting is they should have gave some more of Gibbs's rushes to Montgomery. Well, hold on, you're telling me that the Lions ran the ball more than they threw it. Yeah, they had yeah. 29 41. runs and 20. Uh, well, 25 completions. Sorry, they had 41 yeah. attempts. Yeah, yeah, but they ended up moving the ball more on rush. I mean, 29 rushes in a game. That's that's a that's a fair amount. It's hefty. It is. Sure. Uh, and then um, the Niners, Christian McCaffrey. I, I know Lamar Jackson's probably going to get the MVP award. 
And I know playoffs don't count, but just every single time I see this guy take the field, he's the best one out there. He is. He's the best player in the league. There's no, there's no close it's, second, in my opinion. It's, I know. I'm with you. Quarterback, a position. I don't care about what position you're playing. Be called MBQ, most valuable quarterback, because that's all that. Yeah. What two times in the last twenty five years? I think. Who else won it? Um, or Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson won it once, and somebody else won it in the last twenty five years. There's been twice. Was it Ladanian Thompson the year he had like? 31 touchdowns might have been him. I, I certainly would hope so. Well, the um, year before, Sean Alexander had like 30 and he didn't win it. It's absurd. He had the NFL record for a single year. Uh, yeah, Adrian Peterson won in 2012. Ladanian Thomas in 2006. Yeah, Sean Alexander won it in 05. Oh, he did win it. Okay, I thought he didn't win the MVP. Okay. Back-to-back running backs. And then you got to go 2000 was Marshall Falk. 98 was Terrell Davis. And then Barry okay, so Sanders. four times in the last 25 years has somebody other than a quarterback won it. It's not often. You got to do something that's so ridiculous that, like, like, like McCaffrey's here this year, he's not even considered the MVP of his own team. Purdy's ahead of him in the, in the pecking line. I tell you what, another thing that was uh, – Pro Purdy, his legs, man. Yeah. At the end of that game, second half, he got some crucial first downs by running five for forty-eight. That's big time. Um, I'm going to turn back the clock here a little bit. I I know that you know, and most people do. Lawrence Taylor was the league MVP, uh, 1986. I bet you don't know who the MVP was in 1982. I bet you don't know what position he played. 1982. That was the year of the Raiders. Did the Raiders win the Super Bowl that year? Uh, you know what? I even give you the team: Washington Redskins. Well, it wouldn't have been Charles Mann. No, he wasn't there then. I have no no idea. It wasn't Riggins. It was not. It was Mark Mosley, the place kicker for the oh, Washington. Yeah, you're right. He's like the only place kicker that ever won it. I remember that now. <laughs> Of course, he's the only one. Why would a kicker win it? Jeez. At least back then, it was voted on who was the best player as opposed to who's the quarterback that led his team to the most wins. Yeah, I'm with you, but oh, oh, kicker. Um, All right, so anything else for you? Oh, I I will tell you the exact moment when I knew the Lions were going to lose. Tell us. When Brandon Ayuk caught that deflected pass. Yeah. As soon as that weird wild play happened, I thought, well, that is it. Everything has changed. Momentum, all the mojo. Sorry, Detroit. It's over for you guys. I'm hoping he has 170 yards and three touchdowns in the Super Bowl because I have him remaining in the uh, once and done playoff version. How are, how are you doing in that one? I'm in third right now, but like everybody else, I have nothing left. Just a bunch of freaking trash. I do have Mahomes. I have Kittle and I have Ayuk. Yeah, but everybody has at least a quarterback. Most of them have either Ayuk or Samuel. No, I think only one guy in the whole league has McCaffrey left. Everybody's played for Sheet Rice. Um, A lot of them have already played Kittle and Kelsey. So they don't even have a tight end. So, so many of our lineups are going to be so equal. I'm like 31 points out of first. There's no way to catch up the points because I've already looked. This guy's going to play almost an identical lineup to me. So, but I should at least, I hope to hold on to at least third so I get my money back. 
Gotcha. All right. Let's move on to a place you probably don't want to spend too much time in. No, I don't mind talking about this. John Harbaugh is trash. He's the worst head coach in the league. He needs to go the effing road and go play with his brother in San Diego or L.A., wherever the hell they are now, so we can get a real coach. So tell me why it's Harbaugh's fault. So completely outcoached in this game. That said, I'm starting to buy into your your some of your conspiracy theories here uh-huh. because that was an extremely one-sided refereed game. The the stats are just there. That it was very one-sided. Some very questionable calls against the Ravens, questionable calls that didn't go against KC. That said, if you had a decent coach, we'd be better. For example, you had the number one rushing offense in a league. Not just this year, but really over the last five, six years. We're going up against the number 17th ranked rushing defense. So what what does John Harbaugh do? And we can blame it on Munkin all we want. It ends with Harbaugh. Six rushing plays. Six called rushing plays for the entire game. Six. Devin, Devin you had two players average more than six and a half yards a carry. Now, granted, Gus Edwards only had three carries. So but he still yards. Right, that's what I'm saying. And Lamar, I, know all, Lamar I think, only had two actual design runs. So, really, I guess you could say they had eight called rushing plays. But still, is eight really that much more than six? The rest were just scrambles. So, essentially, six rushing plays against a, a team who was in the bottom half of rushing defense in the league. And you expect to, to win. To add to your point, there were 11 penalties called in the game. Eight of them went against Baltimore. So I'm saying, so that didn't help. It was definitely a little suspect. There's some ticky-tacky crap going on. But completely outcoached. It wasn't, Lamar didn't actually play horrible. Stats don't look great. He didn't play horrible. It's not his fault that Zay Flowers has the drop season and fumbles on the four-inch line. What a moron. He deserved every bit of that. When he ma- he made a big play, obviously you remember, makes a big catch down the field Gets up, taunts the guy from Kansas City. Now, it wasn't a terrible taunt, but he was definitely standing over him. He spun yeah, the ball right stupid, next to him. Right. So dumb. But still, don't put it in the referee's hands to call a ticky-tack foul. Yeah, and don't put that out there in the, in the universe, man. You're a freaking You do something rookie. like that. Right. You had 800 exactly. yards receiving. You're not Jerry Rice. Yeah. You do something like that, and then you go and blow the game by fumbling yeah. into the end zone. It's what you get. Because really, the defense didn't play bad. Just the offense, play calling, everything about the game was trash. And I'm so tired. All these people that get on me when I get on, put my fire John Harbaugh on, online. Like, you, you're like all these other people that I can't stand. You accept mediocrity. Twice in the last five years, number one seed. We don't even sniff the Super Bowl. Like, what what do, what do is it, what is it about that that you like? I don't understand. You enjoyed losing? I think the AFC Championship games considered sniffing the Super Bowl. I don't. He's more like sniffing Pat Mahomes' jock. They can't do anything. Reed outcoached them. There's another feather in his cap. He completely yeah. outcoached Harbaugh. I'm so tired of this. That 12 years ago, 11 years ago, you won a Super Bowl. And because of that, you can suck for the rest of your life, and but you get to keep your job. How about Patrick Mahomes? Only nine incompletions against that Ravens defense. Yeah, but it was, it was a lot of ticky tack stuff because he only yeah. 30 completions for 241. Right. I mean, they were very completable yeah. passes. So the defense played well, but with all the turnovers and penalties, what, what could they really do? They held them to 17 points. 
Ravens Mid-ball. were who is the highest scoring offense in football this year? Miami probably. Was it not Baltimore? I mean, Baltimore's top three offense, right? I I I, see, I mean I don't have those stats right in front of me. I don't know that they were one, but they were they were high up there. They only put up ten points yeah. when it mattered. It's man. Seven more of it was four inches away. Fourth. You guys were fourth in points this okay, year. Okay, fourth. Was Miami one? I don't know. I'm oh, just looking at Ravens. Stuff. The list. Um man. So Lamar Jackson, I don't know. I'm I'm right in the middle when it comes to whose fault is it? Lamar's fault or the coach's fault? Lamar is not as good of a passer as he needs to be. No, he he's just not isn't. Mahomes. Why right. are you putting it in his arm? Yes. Why are you putting okay. the game on his arm? That's stupid. So you know what? I, I'm going to retract what I just said. I coaching and front office. If you you cannot pay a quarterback, what? They paid Lamar that can't win a game with his arm. And I know he can, but he's not Patrick Mahomes. He doesn't have Patrick Mahomes' arm. He doesn't have Patrick Mahomes' passing talent. He can do it, but not consistently yeah, enough not consistently. to you deserve that paycheck. It. You can't expect but, it. But right, right. I mean, you put it on his shoulders to win a game throwing, and it's a terrible, terrible coaching decision. And you saw it when the end of the game, when he threw – horribly underthrown ball into triple coverage. Yep. You want to throw into triple coverage in the end zone? Do it. But either your receiver catches it or it goes out of the back that of the end said, zone. That said, if it would have been flip-flop that, that exact same play, they would have called defensive pass interference on the Ravens. But that all it should have never happened. The ball should have never even been thrown. Right. He excels. He really does. And has he had his highest completion percentage of his career mm-hmm. this year. Yes. He excels when the RPO is working. The RPO doesn't work when you never freaking run. I was just right there is that. no RPO. It's just PO. That's <laughs> so up. You, you take the, you take his strong suit out. Plus the Chiefs quit even bothering dealing with the run because we weren't running. So they're just sitting back, just waiting, picking him off, letting him get a seven yard carry here and there occasionally on a scramble. But they essentially only had to cover the pass when the strong suit is his run. Just the dumbest game plan, and Harbaugh pretty much said it in the last week and a half. Yeah, well, it didn't make a whole lot of sense what we were doing. Like, you're you're telling us that now? Why did you change when you realized out of the first quarter this wasn't working when you had three points? Why did you change something? But they didn't. They just – it's classic Harbaugh, dude. Those two Harbaugh boys, I'll give it to them. They have the two biggest egos in the NFL, and they wear it on their sleeves. So I can't fault them for it. They definitely wear it on their sleeves. But if things are going right, we don't care. We'd rather lose our way than win changing things up. And I'm just done with it. And nobody cares. Owners owners don't care. No, because they were the number one seed. They sold a lot of tickets. Blah, blah, blah. He's the MVP. I don't give a crap if you're the MVP. What does that mean? Who cares? 20 years ago, nobody cares that you were the MVP. They care who won the Super Bowl. Unless you're Mark Mosley. I care about him. Yeah, you know, that that mattered so much that we don't even <laughs> didn't even remember it. What? Right, it speaks to your point. That that I right because that should really stand out. I still forgot. Right. I just I just okay. get so tired of this whole mediocrity thing. I, I want a coach that can push them to the next level, not just do really well and then get crushed in the playoffs. It's just old. So I am I am of the mind 
where I, real football and fantasy football sometimes meld. And this is a time for me when it comes to the quarterback. You're either going to get one of the top five guys in the league or don't don't even try. Because I, I looked back, I got all the Super Bowl winners in front of me. And all of them have, almost all of them, have one or two, one of two things. They have an elite Hall of Fame quarterback or a fantastic defense. So let me go through this list real quick. Patrick Mahomes at last year, obviously. Matt Stafford two years ago. I mean, the Rams were okay. That's kind of a, a blip on the radar, kind of like off a little bit. But then you have Tom Brady, Mahomes, Brady, Nick Foles, but the Eagles had the fourth best defense in the league that year, right? They they rode that defense. Brady, Manning, Brady, Russell Wilson, and the Seahawks. Legion of Boom. Your defense yeah. had a nickname. It was and so Russell's good. a beast back then, too. Right, right. Probably one of the best five quarterbacks in the league. Then you had Joe Flacco, who <laughs> he had the greatest a, four weeks in the history yes. of him of and Nick Foles, right? Kind. Literally oh, yeah. the best four weeks ever. Yes. Nothing to so do again, with the rest of his career, but those four weeks he was Superman. And yes, and the, the Ravens defense was pretty good. It was a top. It, was 10, it wasn't top, top like three, but it was good. Right. Right. But again, this is this is the second one with Matt Stafford, where it's like not a Hall of Fame quarterback, but he his run he went on was crazy. Which which just goes to show you make the playoffs and good things happen. Then you have Eli Manning, probably Hall of Famer. Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, Big Ben will be a Hall of Famer, plus his Steelers defense. Two more Mannings, a Big Ben, Brady, Brady, Brady. Brad Johnson. Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense was unreal. That Tampa 2 yeah. is Top, a defense literally the third best it. defense ever behind, what, 86 John, or 85 Bears and 2000 2001 Ravens, or 2000 Ravens. Yeah, and that's where we are. Trent Dilfer, but he had that defense. Then he got Kurt Warner, Elway, Favre, Aikman, who, by the way, Aikman doesn't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. If oh, you look at his stats. That's just stupid. That's one your Eagles BS coming out. Oh my gosh! Look at his stats. We, you and I have talked about this for the the Hall of Fame isn't about stats. You can't write the history of the NFL without Troy Aikman being part of it. That's ridiculous, and you know it. You know it. Don't, don't sit know. there and stare at the know. ceiling. You know you can't write the history of the NFL without Troy Aikman in it. That's just silly. I'm not convinced. Uh, we'll, we'll think on it. You can go all the way back. I just went back to 1992. You can keep going further, and it's either Hall of Fame quarterback or great defense with a couple little tweaks in there. So if you don't have one of these guys on your team right now, draft a quarterback You because ha you have to have one. Or you build that defense up to the point where it doesn't matter who your quarterback is. You can have Trent Dilfer. Uh, you can have a Nick Foles whatever well because... here's the problem why i hate john harbaugh though they had both this year you have a quarterback who's one or two more seasons like this away from being a hall of famer two there's the, i don't know that there's a single guy who's won two mvps who's not in the hall of fame and then you had a defense who was what the first defense in nfl history to lead the league in what scoring defense takeaways and there was one one other thing like yardage whatever whatever the third thing was like they, they went they win the triple crown yeah, here we are, not in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, so it comes down to the coaching. It does. It, it does. I know. I want to argue with you, but, man, I just think you're right. And, again, that It sucks. The thing that sucks for me, at least you have an owner in Philly who says, you know what? 
Things have been great. Things have been good. Thank you for your service. Peace out. That doesn't happen. Bisciotti's not that way. John Harbaugh will be the coach of the Ravens for as long as he wants. He can win three games each of the next five years. He'll still be back for year six. That's just how it so, is. Or Lori's willing to say, you know what? It was a good run. Time for a new voice. So isn't Harbaugh in the same – don't we talk about in the same breath as Mike Tomlin? It's been forever since Tomlin won the Super Bowl. Yeah, he should be going too. I, I say the same thing. Yeah. As good as he is, he's a – you know, he did a great job on House, too, but House eventually was canceled. I will, I will say, I hate you. I will say that um, Pomlin does it with less. His team's top That's to bottom the are He's not, not going as good into as the playoffs as the number one seed and choking right. year after yeah. year. Harbaugh does. I, I told you at the end of the year, I thought Tomlin potentially should be coach of the year. How in the hell did he go 10 and 7 with that roster? <laughs> with three quarterbacks who none of them should be starting a game in the NFL. And he went 10 and seven. Beat the Ravens Trubisky. twice. One of them was against the second teamers. The other one was legit. He should have been coach it. of the year, but I didn't expect him to win the Super Bowl. I expect him to squeak into the playoffs, get crushed, which they did. You know what? Let's say they went 10 and seven. Let's say they do, you know, they do their best. They keep, those guys around, blah, blah. They brought in Arthur Smith to be their offensive coordinator. Oh, sweet God. Did you see Poor that? George. Did I see it? Are you? I wore a black armband for George Pickens for the next three days. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, for sure. It's it's great for Najee Harris, though. Of course it is. Um, But what if they bring in someone like a Russell Wilson who's basically guaranteed yeah, not I've to be? I've seen that. Android. That's impossible. If, right. So if Tomlin can go 10 and 7 with Kenny Pickett, Mason Rudolph and Mitch Trubisky, surely he can do better than that with Russell Wilson. And if it's Russ, your boy George Pickens might have a little life. That, that, that's all that offense will be. It'll be run, run, 65-yard streak. Run, 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 47-yard freaking out. But, it, like, but, who knows? It's just going to be – it's all it'll Russell, be. Russell Wilson always had his Doug Baldwin, man. No, There's Deontay Johnson ball. for you. But Arthur Smith, when I saw it, I, I actually sent a text to two of my Steelers buddies. Like, oh, this is the best news I've gotten recently. This is <laughs> awesome. Have fun losing. Have fun with your 225 rushing yards a game, but losing 45 to 7. He was great in Tennessee. Tennessee had a. He wasn't great in Tennessee. He had Derrick Henry, the guy who walked his <laughs> man. You and I could have been the offense coordinator and said, hmm, what should we do here? Let me think. Well, let's give it to Derrick Henry. Play after play. Let's give him 47 rushes today. We'll probably win. Of course you're going to win. He's awful. Gonna... If you dare start spitting out Arthur Smith's glory, I'm coming down there to Carolina. Me and I are going to go toe-to-toe. I don't want to orphan that young man this, this early in his life. Listen, I'm just going to put this out there. In 2020, yeah. Arthur Smith was the offensive coordinator for the Tennessee Titans. The fourth highest scoring team in the league. Who was a running back? Second most yards. Who was the running back? I'm I'm saying. Who was the running back? Ryan Tannehill had 3,800 yards passing with 33 touchdowns and only seven picks. Who's the running back? All I'm doing is reading these quarterbacks. I'm just stats. asking you a simple question. Who was the running back? Some, I don't know. What was he first team all pro Derrick Henry? <laughs> The guy who every year we're like, how does this guy do it? 
How is this guy 235 pounds and runs a 4-3-40? How is it that he can just knock over two linebackers um, and then just sprint past all the corners, outrun them all? Why is Earl Thomas afraid to even look at, make eye contact with him, let alone tackle him? <laughs> it was never Arthur Smith. It was all Derrick Henry. This guy rode his coattails now to a, essentially oblivion, but it gets sent to the one team in the league that actually wants to just run a 1973 high school offense. You Meanwhile, George Pickens has to just cry. You can't say. That a team that went 11 and 5 with a quarterback who threw for 3,800 yards and 33 touchdowns. You, I mean, that's a great team. That's a great offense. Well rounded. No, I can't. I can say that. And I'm going to say it right here. It's trash. It's a one year anomaly. It was Derrick Henry. Without Derrick Henry, none of that would have happened. All right. You, look, was AJ you might Brown right. there yet, or was he? Yeah, yes. He had a yeah. thousand yards receiving, eleven yeah. touchdowns. Yeah, so that didn't hurt. Yeah, but hey, he's awful. Sure. I, 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 I love that the Steelers brought him in. I really do. Oh, I love it. All right, sir. Who's winning the Super Bowl? I want the 49ers to win about forty-nine to three, but I think that KC will win like twenty-eight, twenty-four. It'll come down to the end where Casey will be driving and one of their awful receivers is going to drop a long third down or maybe even short fourth down pass. Like MBS caught one. I could not believe he caught that ball. Yeah, it was crazy. And it's a Ravens to end the game. That was the game winning yeah. catch. I couldn't, we were watching it and, and Reggie, my, uh, my old lady, she, uh, she was watching with me. He made that catch. And I looked around. I was like, that dude can't catch a cold. I cannot believe yep. he came down with that. See, I've got, I, I'd say like 28, 24, 31, 24 Chiefs. I would, the one thing I'll say is that the penalties will be at least a two to one ratio in favor of the Chiefs. I will put money on that. Two to one in favor of the Chiefs. Interesting. And that will be a game changer. Because I'm starting to believe this whole thing. Roger Goodell, Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, all working together to get Joe Biden reelected. Oh, my gosh. What does that have anything to do with it? Boom! That just happened. Okay. Um, I, got nothing, I got nothing to say to the Biden comment. Um, I think... The, the Niners are favored by two and a half. So, I mean, it's close to pick them but uh the chiefs if i'm putting money on it i'm putting my money on andy reed i'm putting my money on patrick mahomes i think it's gonna be lower scoring though i mean that chief's defense is really good i would guess i'm gonna put out a 21 17 i think i'd buy um, that if they only had one week both two weeks to put together a game plan and get healthy a healthy debo mccaffrey iuk i just can't see them holding them down that far it'll be interesting i'm i'm you know, you're I'm sticking seen, with it. But. You've not seen these conspiracy theories? No. Not, this whole thing, of this whole Taylor Swift thing, and building the NFL fan base and getting everybody on Taylor Swift's side more, the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, also that Taylor Swift could then endorse Joe Biden to buy him a whole bunch of NFL votes to sw for swing states to beat Trump. So we can have four more years of C. Montgomery Burns sitting up there talking about guys from 30 years ago, not a clue what the hell he's talking about. Ruining our country. Did you see okay. that a Big Mac value meal is $18 now? Where? 
Barrett, down here. I read the report today here. It's like $16 for a Big Mac value meal. I can go to Not an that. actual real restaurant and get a real yeah. burger with fresh fries for less than that than just going to McDonald's now. I can get it for yeah. cheaper at Applebee's. It's not that uh, it's not, not that expensive down here, dude. You love conspiracy theories. You're not buying into the Swift Kelsey Biden ticket. That one's a stretch, man. That one's a stretch. Is it? All right. Is it? Kevin, do me a favor. <laughs> have, have yourself another mule or two. Go dude, to bed. I've only had three. I'm just telling you what I read. And you're a big man. You're a conspiracy theorist now. You no. got your trucker hat on. Of course you're a conspiracy theorist. I got tinfoil underneath it. <laughs> you start rubbing peanut butter on your hair. That's right. I don't want them to know what I'm thinking. It's all a mess, all right. dude. So I really hope the Niners win, but I have to choose the Chiefs. Uh, yeah. Pat Mahomes just... He's There's just no happiness in this games. one for me. It's just the way it is. I don't really want either, one, either of these teams to win. No, I, I have, want them both to lose. Yeah. I don't have a whole lot of... I don't know interest in this one obviously i, I, I will it. tell you one thing because you know i've been a huge pat mahomes fan from the very very beginning i think we talked about this a couple weeks ago but both he and travis kelsey who have been very endearing to everyone it turns out they're both sort of d-bags aren't they i can't so the decide they say recently the way they react when they're losing they're maybe not as spectacular as we thought that said justin tucker is an ass that crap he pulled with them they should have. They should have thrown his stuff. They should have clotheslined him. He does that crap, and yeah. he finally got called out on it. They he tried to make it look like they were bullies, but he's the bully in that situation. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I like. I mean, I try to like Tucker. He's like the only Ravens. No, I like uh, that he does it, but you can't then cry foul when somebody calls you on it. You're you go out of your way to irritate them and bug them, ruin their routine, and somebody calls you on it, and then you act like you're the victim. No, I, I'm not buying it, buddy. Sorry, Tucker. I love you, but you you were 100% in the wrong on that one. All right. That's all I got, man. You got anything else for us? No. Can I just say one thing? I don't. I hope not. All this is so worth it, having to deal with this constant Taylor Swift crap, because when they fall apart, it is going to be just so glorious. All these Swifties will turn on the Chiefs. There'll be mass protests. She'll write a song about Travis Kelsey beating her. It's going to be so awesome. And I, I I, just hope that we can buy into this more and more. So when it all falls apart, it's literally like a nuclear explosion. And I, I just, I'm going to eat it all up. I'm going to sit there. I'm going to be Keo, baby. I'm going to have my freaking popcorn, have my mule. And I'm just going to sit there with the biggest shit-eating grin on my face. I can't wait. First off. We almost made it through an entire episode without you cursing until you just ruined it right there. Second, I don't think Travis Kelsey is going to beat Taylor Swift, nor would we want to hear a song about it. Regardless, he's going to write a song about something about it, and I can't wait. I can't wait till this all falls apart. It's going to be so awesome hearing about it all year long in every stadium that they get playing, playing Taylor Swift breakup songs. It's just going to be glorious. I can't wait. It's, this is going to be so worth it. This is There's interesting. No chance coming. they're going to get married. Usually, I'm the chaos guy. Yeah, this is the most chaos. And, I love chaos. You know, I love chaos. Tell me, this one right. won't be glorious, dude. Am I wrong, or is this going to be worth it for all of us NFL fans who are tired of Swifties? 
I don't care about the Taylor Swift thing. It doesn't bother me at all. I like seeing her excited. I like having her at the games. It doesn't bother me one bit. Oh, sweet baby Jesus. I don't like her music. I don't listen to her at all. Yeah, she is awful. Her music's terrible. Her presence doesn't affect my life. It's just generally annoying that we even have to talk about it. But when it falls apart, it'll be worth it. The billionaire, if Jay-Z showed up to a game, they showed they put Jay-Z on there if he was dating a cheerleader or something. Oh, damn. Behind Beyonce's back. I like the way you're going here, okay. buddy. <laughs> now, there's a conspiracy. <laughs> Things are getting real here tonight. What What have you heard about Jay-Z? <laughs> what, what? It's going to be awesome <laughs> when we're on TMZ tomorrow. <laughs> Oh my gosh, heard it here first. <laughs> All right. I'm out of here. Folks, thanks for listening. I think. Um, get your bell on football podcast. Check us out. Facebook, Spotify, Twitter. Kevin. Thanks. We'll try not to miss any more weeks. How's that sound? Eh, we'll do what we can do. All right. See you folks. Hey, buddy. <laughs>